<laughs> Is anybody still there? <laughs> well, we trolled our audience now. <laughs> so, like, we hope you stuck her. It's a little taste of what we're going to be reviewing this week here on Guns and Radio episode 195, <laughs> if I'm correct. And our boy, we got to give a shout out to Franz for shout throwing Franz. that video in our, in our Discord. I, I saw that. I was like, this is fucking too funny. <laughs> this is too fucking good. Oh, man. We have such a good time with you Discord. You could be mine, 2022 fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you made like, it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect way to open the show here, guys. You know, in, in our own great way, in our own sense of humor. So. Yeah, well, we've got a big one tonight. We're going to be watching the music video to "You Could Be Mine." Oh yeah, we're going to be um, watch. We're going to be doing some other stuff. I've got a game we're going to play. Oh yeah, uh, things of that of that sort and that nature. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot's going on, man. And uh, uh, you said that you had something uh, for us also. Yeah, I got more stuff, man. It's a, it's a party at night, it seems like. Um, hang on, let me load it up here. So, if you haven't listened last week, Dustin shared some uh, an interesting mashup of sorts. Since now we're in the holiday season, pretty much. Um, and I guess there's a trend somehow where people just mash up the most like random batshit insane <laughs> stuff with Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. And this somehow showed up in like my YouTube recommended thing. Like, I just popped up YouTube trying to look for... Um, the music video and other stuff for uh, for tonight's uh, show here, and then this fucking pops up. I'm like, is this is this YouTube watching or fucking podcast recordings now? <laughs> I don't know, but They're I thought this man. is interesting. They're listening to something for sure. I mean, can they count that as plays on our anchor, please? Come on. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. That'd be fucking nice. Give us some. AI is listening to, to your show. At least someone is. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys are right now. Shout out to you guys for listening. So, uh, whoever's left after that intro. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you man? Listen, we rip on Axel. We still fucking love the guy. I still respect the legacy of this band. It's still our favorite yeah, band I mean, of all time. So, I mean, we're we're still here, aren't we? We're exactly. <laughs> we're here in nearly 200 episodes, 200 weeks, and 200 episodes almost in. So, four years. Of this Pretty goddamn damn thing. Yeah, well, you know, what yeah. you gonna do? What you gonna do, brother? But let's get ready. I mean, by the time you guys are hearing this, Thanksgiving's over, so we'll be getting into the Thanksgiving or the the Christmas spirit. Now, for yeah. Chris and I, at the time of this recording, um, we're having to do a double a double this week because of Thanksgiving and availability issues. Uh, that's going to come into play in a little bit. We've actually got a game that might air a little bit late, but I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, let's check out this Christmas song. Let's let's get let's get let's get to feeling festive here. Before Hell yeah! Let's get some mashup going. <laughs> oh lord! Oh yeah! There's no there's no uh, Mariah lyrics. Thank God! I just have to hear horrible voice. Yeah, you're gonna sing along. Everybody at home, sing along. I, yeah, I don't know the words. You all, you all know the lyrics of this shit already. Come on. I really don't. <laughs> I avoid department stores and the I don't know. holiday. I think Beethoven wrote this in like 1716. Oh, don't go putting that evil on him. <laughs> Beethoven's the father of heavy metal, man. In a way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know the riff. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> put your fucking put your horns up, bro. I'm looking at that thing for the shit. <laughs> dun 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 dun. He'll say it, but Christmas comes first. (laughs) 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 
Oh <laughs> my god. That is gold. That is a good find, my friend. Hmm. This must be one of those songs that'll just sync up with anything. Yeah, with enough um, I guess, work in like a like a digital audio workstation, you can definitely make some shit happen with this. (laughs) You know. Enough tweaks and whatever. Definitely make anything work with this one way or another. Oh, oh man, it's like those people uh, who mash up like All Star with like any like any fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that equivalent. I've seen those on TikTok before. Oh my god, that's funny, man. Oh, good find, good find. Hell yeah. uh, we'll Thanks, be, YouTube. Uh, you gave me something good for once. <laughs> we'll be on the lookout for uh, for more uh, of those. Yeah, some more of those this week. But, you know, a minute ago, I mentioned that we're taping this week's episode kind of back-to-back with the one that we aired uh, last week uh, Mm. because the holiday season is coming up. And uh, with Thanksgiving, relatives coming over, at least for me, I won't be available. So uh, my family comes from very far away to be with me. So... uh, I can't make any promises on my time this weekend. But, um, you know, what's another Thanksgiving tradition? I mean, you've got the parade, you've got Mm -hmm. football, some food, and then the next day you have Black Friday. Ooh, yes. So, AKA, line up at Walmart at 3 a.m. after stuffing yourself with turkey. So, what is Black Friday known for? Well, you'll be shopping. You'll be doing a whole lot of shopping. And so, Chris, I have a feeling you're going to be out there fighting in the in the Walmart with them. Oh, I'll be watching so, outside with a, uh, <laughs> a nice box of popcorn. But how do you know what to look for on Black Friday, man? You got to know where the deals are and shit. Yeah, and, that's true. And anybody that's good at shopping for deals will tell you, yeah, it takes practice to master. So I'm going to give you some practice, Chris, with a game today. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. It's the return, <laughs> it's the return of the Price is Right Woo! on Guns and Radio. Let's just get the old presentation pulled up. Are you excited, Chris? This is I'm uh, super excited. We haven't done this in quite some time. It's been oh, a yeah. year. The last season we did this, I believe, when we um, reviewed Velvet Revolver's cover of Money. Okay. Yeah, that well, was that was the first that was the debut of, of the Guns and Radio edition of Price is Right. That's right. So we're gonna switch over to this screen here. All right. So you can see uh, the board really quick. Now we've got just like last time, we've got three games that we're gonna play. And uh, they're not the same ones as last time. This time they're going to be different, okay? The first game we're going to play, Lucky 7. Ooh. Do you you know how Lucky 7 works? It's a very famous Price is Right game. I don't recall, to be honest. All right, so it's going to start out where I am going to give you $7. And at the end of this game, you need to have $1 at least left. Okay. To be able to buy the car, because the prize on Lucky 7 is always a new car. Oh, and, new car. But, but in this game, it is a JPEG image of Eddie Van Halen's car. All right, Because this is, you know, it has got to be rock and roll themed for Guns yeah. Radio. So this is the car that inspired the song Panama, basically. Oh, hell yeah. And it is a 1972 Lamborghini Mara SL or SV or SJ, S something. I didn't write it down in my notes as properly as I should have. Don't Google it, though, because the way the game is going to work is you have to guess what does a 1972 Lamborghini Mira S whatever, that the kind that fucking Eddie Van Halen had, what does that cost? Now, I got this price from uh, a recent sale. Okay. So uh, there's only so many of these made. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is different. This is just the, the 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 one I found on Google. Okay. okay. So we, yeah. So we're talking in like dollars in 1970s terms or are we adjusting yeah. for inflation here, I guess? No, this is the last one that sold. So this is okay. today. Now, here's how Lucky 7 works. Normally, the price is five digits. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this one is seven. 
Okay. I'm going to give you two digits for free. All right. And there they are. Zero, zero. And here's how Lucky 7 works. You're going to start out by guessing the first number in the price. Okay. okay. And you've got seven dollars. So you need to have money left over because at the end, and, and if you guess uh, like a three and it's a four, you lose a dollar. If you guess a, a, a one and it's a nine, that's that's too bad. You know? All right, all right. You, know, you don't want to spend all seven dollars. So what is the first digit? I'm going to go with one. Go with one. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. It's four. God damn. So that's three dollars. You have four dollars remaining, Chris. All right. Gotta want to be careful here. Shit. Uh. Yep. That's three dollars. Okay. So it's time to guess the next digit. Okay, if the one's not the first one, then it has to be. Mm, do I want to say so? It's up to I'm, you, man. I'm gonna go with um, a two. A two? Yeah, I'm thinking it's at least four point two. Maybe here I'm trying to think. Okay, well let's find out. Hey, right okay. on. Good. All, all right. right. Good no, job. It was a two. All right. Okay. Well, you've got uh, three more to guess and still four dollars mm -hmm. to to spend, but I'd still be careful because four dollars isn't a lot in this game. So, okay. what is the next digit? We've got four million two hundred thousand two hundred and what thousand? Ooh. Hmm. Four million two hundred and something thousand. Hmm. This is tough because so probably wants to say three, but I also want to say one. I mean, like, okay. unless unless you can't use the same number twice, though. Um. No, you will not repeat numbers. Okay, so I will tell you right now, you will, you will not, there will not be another four or a two in here. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, the zeros are free because, right. you know, it doesn't really fit in with the Lucky Seven theme. So I just went ahead and gave you those. Mm -hmm. So you still got uh, $4. So you want to be careful. You want to be sure. So think about it. When you see something sell for $4,200,000, and something thousand dollars, what is it usually? Um, I don't know if it's be that high, but hmm. Fuck it, I'm gonna go with a one again. You're gonna go with a one? Yeah, I think it's. I I could be wrong here, but who knows? Oh, ah. and that is all four dollars. Damn it! So you did not win, Lucky Seven. I'm sorry, but let's Ooh. see. Uh, if you're going to get, I'll tell you what, just for fun for it's, uh, 4,250 something thousand five was the digit for okay. those of you listening on audio platforms. So, um, what would you guess for the next digit? We're going to go ahead and have fun with it. What would you think the next digit would be? A three, a three. Yeah. Well, that would have also been incorrect. There's your Damn. double zeros. What do you think the last digit is? It's a very specific number. <laughs> One, one cent. Six. Six. So Eddie Van Halen's 1972 Lamborghini Mira is worth, or ha or at least one like it, has sold for four million two hundred fifty-seven thousand and six dollars. Well, that's a hard game. Lucky Seven is can be yeah, a hard is, game. It can be kind of unforgiving. Yeah, that, that's so. pretty tough. You like trying to guess these numbers. But, you, you know, normally you win a car on this game. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I've still got more JPEG images of things that I'm Good. willing to give you for prizes, okay? I, I was planning to steal that JPEG anyways, just like your NFT. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't screenshot that, would you? That's just, that's <laughs> <Dear> just <weird. laughs> 
But uh, Lucky Seven's a hard game, so this next one should be fun because the next one is another Price is Right classic called Easy as One, Two, Three. All right. All right. Do you well, watch the Price is Right? Do you know how Easy as One, Two, Three works? I know, like, some of the games. I would know, like, the Fast... No, no wait. I was going to say Fast Money. It's Family Feud. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Well, um, There's easy. the Plinko one. There's Big Wheel. Um, yeah. The Showcase Showdown. That's about all the ones I know. I had to look these up. I was going to say, they made like 9,000 episodes of this show. And I yeah. watched maybe like five of them. Yeah, I had to look up uh, a few mm-hmm. uh, to be able to find some that we could actually physically play that didn't involve you having to roll dice or some bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, easy as one, two, three. Now, the way this is work, this game is going to work. I'm going to show you three prizes. Okay. All of I'm going to tell you a little description about all three, and then um, I'm going to tell you also. I'm going to give you a clue. Every one of these things has sold. Some of these things you might look at and go, "Who the fuck would buy that?" But every one of these has sold and has sold for a price. Okay. Now, um, your job in this game is you need to rank these. From most expensive to least expensive. So one, two, three. One being the most expensive and so on. Okay? So uh, let's take a look at and and if you get it right, you win all you win a JPEG of all three prizes. Sweet. I'm gonna have to steal it. Oh yeah. So the first one we have Justin Timberlake's half eaten French toast. What the fuck? <laughs> Somebody did buy that. <laughs> Crazy white people be buying the most dumb shit ever. Number two, we have Elvis Presley's gold tooth <laughs> straight out of his mouth. His dead fucking uh, carcass. Yep, that Literally. also sold. That actually sold an auction in 2020 when, Holy you know, shit. we should have been a little more worried about germs, I guess. Yeah, do you think Elvis's gold tooth started the pandemic? Uh, could have, you know, you extracted it out of the corpse. It released some kind of, uh, uh, like in those old horror movies where like they open a tomb or some shit. Yeah. It's like a portal to hell. Like it's doomed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally the last one is a Britney Spears half eaten sandwich. I couldn't find a good picture of the half eaten sandwich, but some reason quadruple decker baloney seems very Britney Spears <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, if it was all seven brandy, she wouldn't give a fuck. So I bet you there. Okay, so the first number I'm going to ask you to place is the one. And that's going to be which one of these three things do you think is the most expensive? Now, remember, Mm. these sold at auction. And weird fucking people bought these. They all three. They all three sold. Okay. So the most expensive thing for me, I'd say, is the uh, Elvis Gold Tooth. The Elvis Gold Tooth? Okay. So you're putting the one on Elvis's Gold Tooth. Okay, so now you've got a two. So what is in the middle? What do you choose for number two? Hmm. Okay. So we got the half-eaten French toast there. Or the half-eaten sandwich. Sandwich. Hmm. Well, I mean, sandwiches are pretty easy to make. I mean, French toast requires <laughs> work. So I'm like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, it is, a qu- it is a quadruple decker bologna sandwich. I'm just saying. That's true, but you can make that at home. <laughs> So what were you asking about context? I'm like, when, like, when were these items on sale for? And like, do they know like? I don't know from about the what French. time period. I don't know about one of them. Uh, one of them was sold in 2006, and I believe one of them was sold sometime after that. Okay, so. Yeah, Justin and Brittany were both pretty big in 06 and afterwards. So, I'll say it was sometime in the 2000s because I remember hearing about both of these. I just right. don't remember when. We're going mid-aughts. Um, hmm. Yes. So, Justin would have been huge because he showed Janet Jackson's boob a couple of years ago. 
before the before he went on ah. so he was still hype on that. I think he had That's an true. album in 06. Okay. Um so he's a pretty big deal then. You're gonna um, go with the French toast for number two? I think I'm gonna go with French toast. Yeah, I would say so, because then Britney didn't peak until like 07 and beyond. Okay, so that means Britney Spears half eaten sandwich is number three. Also French toast, that's free French toast. You don't have to go to like IHOP and pay for that shit. Or find a recipe yeah. and make it yourself. <laughs> you basically fucks. All right. Well, let's see if you won or not, because they all three have to match up perfectly. So here right. we go. Hey, yes, you did. You yeah, did. there you go. You did match everything up perfectly. Elvis's gold tooth was the most expensive. It sold for $10,000. God damn. Uh, Justin Timberlake's half-eaten French toast was number two. It sold at $3,154. And Britney Spears' half-eaten sandwich sold for $520 in 2006. I don't, yeah. I couldn't find an exact date on the French toast one. I probably could have had I looked, but I really didn't look. So Yeah. I feel like All Justin right. Timberlake stayed more relevant, I think, even after like that mid-aughts still, too. All right. Well, uh, I want to say yesterday on the show, or not yesterday, last, last week. week on the show, we had our buddy Mason came into the studio and joined mm -hmm. us uh, kind of impromptu. Uh, well, yeah, it was impromptu because I just messaged him about the Ticketmaster thing. So I want to thank him for coming in and everything. But when he was here, he uh, accidentally left his credit card behind. Oh, shit. So uh, this next game is called Credit Card, and you're going to go shopping in our local record store. Uh, AKA Walmart. <laughs> um, they don't sell Guns and Roses there, do they? Well, they sell other records. Yeah. And so I'm going to show you five albums that you can buy right now off the Walmart app because that's where I price checked all of this stuff. But oh, first, yeah. let's see what Mason's credit card limit is. All right. Drum roll. You have $42.47 to spend. You cannot spend a dime more than 42, a, a penny more than $42.47. God damn, you're broke, man. <laughs> but yeah, I know, man. Come on, get your credit together. We tried yeah. to tell you in yeah. our old commercials to get Capital One, build your credit score up, but you didn't listen to us. But that's okay, Caputo. You get to spend $42.47, but you have to buy three albums all right. out of these five all right so you have michael jackson's thriller all right you have rumors by fleetwood mac legend by bob marley nirvana never mind and legend bob or well this is legend purple bob prince purple rain purple rain that's right I was going to watch that Nigerian Purple Rain knockoff. Maybe. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian Prince. Yeah. What was the translation? It was something super long and ridiculous. Uh, rain that is the color of blue with a little red in it. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's because it's like it purple is. doesn't exist in our language, but you know, let's just put <laughs> what 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 you would mix them with if you're doing like paintbrush shit. <laughs> okay, so Chris, you get to choose your first record album right now. All right, uh, which will you take? I'll probably go with the Bob Marley one because I see that thing freaking everywhere, and that's a greatest hits album, so it probably sell for cheaper. All right, the Bob Marley one. Yeah. All right, now you have 42.47, so I'm going to ring it up for you real quick. Cha-ching. Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, we've ran into an error on the calculation. Hang on one second. As I say, we're talking CDs, <laughs> not vinyl here. Oh, this is vinyl. Oh, fuck, then that's different. Okay, upon further review of the math. <laughs> oh, God. I did the math wrong for some fucking reason. I don't Watch. know. I, I was pretty high earlier. Uh, <laughs> you actually I was going to do this segment, but then I got high. 
You actually get to spend $65.47. All right. Yeah, because vinyl. I mean, these things are like 25 bucks each. <laughs> Sorry about that. $65.47 is your spending limit. And uh, let's see. I'm going to ring this one up real quick. Okay. Bob Marley's Legend Special Edition cost $23.73. You have $41.74 to spend. All right. What will you choose next? Hmm. Bob Marley's Legend is out. I didn't fuck with the graphics to remove some. So. No. Yeah. Um. Hmm. You got Michael Jackson Thriller, Purple Rain, Rumors, and Nevermind. Um, we'll go with Michael Jackson's Thriller. Because, I mean, that is the highest selling album of all time. So, I mean, they're probably still just like throwing copies out for like cheap anyways. Who knows? All right. Let me ring it up for you real quick. Or maybe it would be more expensive because it just hit an anniversary. Well, this copy that I saw on the Walmart app cost $19.97. You now have a remaining balance of $21.77. All right, and you get to choose one last record. Will it be Purple Rain, Rumors, or Nevermind? Oh, this is tough. Damn. I feel like I'm going to go over regardless of what I pick. Not if you pick the right one. Oof. That's how we decided the credit limit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Like, what, what could be under 20 bucks here? I mean, you got three okay albums, I guess. I mean, I like Purple Rain and I like Rumors, and we all know how I feel about Nirvana, but it is popular with everybody that's not me. So. I mean, it's a decent album. It has like a few good songs, but I don't know. I'm not crazy about the grunge movement, so I probably wouldn't go for Nirvana. I'm trying to think. Like, well, Prince's music is probably going to be more expensive because he's dead. So, um, it's not like a deluxe edition or anything. I assume I don't know if it's one of those like remastered things, or whatever. I don't think any of these are original releases. They're all new prints because they're from Walmart. So yeah. you're not you're not bidding on an original 1980 whatever copy or any bullshit. Yes, yeah, so they're all reprints. Anyways. It's like um, you went to Walmart today and bought it in the store. First. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, that just keep that in mind. Is that these are all today's prices for uh, today pressing, not a yeah, not, not a collect collectible really. Okay. On any of them. I think with that, though, I'm going to go with Fleetwood Mac then. Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. I could be wrong, but I got to You had a remaining balance. Let me ring it up for you. Ding dong. You had a remaining balance of $21.72. Fleetwood Mac costs. $22.97. You're over Damn by $1.20. Son uh, of a bitch. The correct answer was Thriller, Purple Rain, and uh, Bob Marley Special Edition. You had two Fuck. out of three. Dang. Yeah, almost one. Uh, Thriller Damn. is 1997. Purple Rain is 2172. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, 2297. Bob Marley, 2373. And Nirvana, 2697. Jesus well, Christ, that much? What, because you have to give the freaking kid on the cover more royalties because he sued them? Probably. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Fuck that's that going to do it. For Guns and Radio, Price is Right. It's pretty fun, actually, you know what? Yeah. It's pretty fun. I did better the first time, but sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you can't win them all, but uh, yeah, true. it's been a while since so we were looking for a bit we hadn't done in a while, and I thought that uh, that would uh, that would fit in uh, just fine. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, man, that was that was enjoyable. So, what do you want to do next? Do you want to go into the song of the day? I we still got time to kill. I mean, I do have another bit in hand. Speaking of bits we haven't done in a while, um, I th I think it'd be time for a return of the rock and roll rabbit hole this one has a bit of a gnr connection as well okay which is interesting uh, 
All right, what you got for us today? Have um, you got a music so video or something? I do have a music video as well. Hang on, I'll load it up here while we talk about it. Um, so for those who know the early days of GNR and their history and like bands they're associated with around like the LA Sunset Strip scene, you may have heard of Jetboy. Um, mm, I have not. Yeah. So Jetboy is probably familiar to a lot of Guns N' Roses fans because Slash was friends with the former bassist of Jetboy, Todd Crew, and they were... I guess drinking drug friends, whatever. And then fortunately Todd Crew uh sadly passed away in nineteen eighty seven. Over uh very young, unfortunately. And I think Slash yeah. was like there during his last day on this earth. So there's a whole story, I think, in Slash's autobiography about that. I have not read that all the way through yet. Yeah. So there's a whole thing about Rod Crew and that that whole thing. Um and then the band themselves have basically accused Slash of like fucking murdering this dude. So, oh but shit, it's a whole thing. Um, but I don't know. Wait, knows. wait, how did they come to that conclusion? Because like they, so Slash and Todd Crew basically. Well, Todd Crew is already fired from Jet Boy by this point because he had already problems with alcohol and then supplement that they were doing heroin together or whatever. So apparently, they basically went on heroin and alcohol drug binge the whole friggin' day and ah. apparently like slash like left the room for a second or something and uh todd crew od'd and died basically in slash's arms as, oh, as slash great. writes in his autobiography okay see i've heard that story man yeah so that's how like like todd crew is probably very familiar with more like early day gnr fans so this is from 80 yeah this would be 88 i believe the song okay. so without and then they were they, so before todd crew died the jet boy replaced them with a different bassist anyways this is from their debut album um and the title track from that debut album this is feel the shake feel the shake this before Is this a uh, slow song or is this going to be like a. Oh, it'll pick up. Yeah! What a hell of a way to start a concert. Did a Rey Mysterio before Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Who's that jumping up the sky? This guy. I've never heard this before. So far, it's not bad, though. I don't hate it. Jetboy's a very, very good band. I mean, they've had a, they have a pretty decent discography of stuff. When did they become active? Um, so they started in 1983. Um, their first album, Feel the Shake, came out in 88. Um, and they had three, four, five, seven albums. Their last album was in 2019. So they're still together. Yeah, yeah, so still together on and off a lot of band member changes and whatnot, but they're still together. Are they touring? I believe they're still touring right now, yeah. They're okay. still present touring. How many albums have they had? Seven, from what I'm looking here. Like oh, so seven they're, about albums. Like, they're about like GNR, did they have a hiatus in the middle? Yeah, because I feel like cause this was 88. 1990, they released an album, and then 98, 99, they released albums. So they had two hiatuses, basically between 1990 and 98, and between 2002 and 2010. I mean, I think okay. another one, too, because there's another nine years. Oh, so they're on there. hiatus now? No, they're still present now. Okay. So they, I think they took a hiatus from 1993 till, yeah, it says 83 to 93, and then 2006 to present. Okay. Who are they playing with? Are they touring with somebody right now? I'll have to look on their website, actually. Because I feel like this will be one of those bands that's uh, uh, kind of like how Skid Row is or how <laughs> like, like that Motley Crue tour where there's like five different bands. I feel yeah. like they would run like how Faster Pussycat and Paradise Kitty run together or something. I feel like they probably would run with somebody and would open yeah. for somebody else. 
Um, okay. Let's do this opening for like White Snake or something. Yeah. So here's here's the next few shows. It only shows me a few here. It shows me like four. So they're playing Whiskey A Go Go on December 29th. Okay, so they went back home. Yeah, December 30th, they're playing in Denver at Herman's Hideaway. Oh, okay, so it's like small venues. Like, yeah, they'll be like, small venue, like festivals so it's a club, and stuff. It's a club yeah. band. Did they ever have a number one hit or anything? Did they ever get big enough to get out of the clubs for a little while, or are they always been like a underground kind of band? Um, they did have a pretty actually their debut album peaked at 135 on the top Billboard 200. So okay, they were like so super they, huge, but they, they were, were never like enough. poison. No, not that kind of level. Oh, this is pretty good though. I don't, I don't hate it at all. Yeah, and if you're a if you're a hockey fan, you'll know this as the uh, the goal celebration song for the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah, I was just looking through the facts here. It's nice to have a sports-related song that has nothing to do with Phil Spector. Or does <laughs> it? Phil Spector produced? No, it would have been no. a number one. <laughs> yeah, it would have went all the way to the top of the charts. 1988. Yeah, well, that's, Feel the that's Shake cool. was also featured in, in uh, She's Out of Control, a 1989 movie starring one Tony Danza. Tony Danza. What the fuck ever happened to Tony Danza? I don't know. He was in an Elton John song once, and that was it. That's it. Like, he just vanished. He didn't even have a scandal, did he? Yeah, I don't think so. No, Tony Danza's just living, I guess. Yeah, just being an old man. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. What all was point. he in? He was in Who's the Boss? Yeah, I was gonna say Who's the Boss when he was wasn't the boss at all, or Alexa. allegedly. I don't know. Whatever you want, theorize about that. Alexa, what movie? What is Tony Danza's biggest movie? The Hollywood Nights. Tony Danza. Thank you. Hollywood Nights. All right. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. So apparently the Hollywood Nights is um Alexa. Thank you. <laughs> you are so very welcome. Oh your Monday. Oh, I love my AI. <laughs> best. Uh but yeah, I've never seen Hollywood Nights. That's funny. How the fuck we get off on Tony Danza? Yes, yeah, so because Feel the Shake was featured in a Tony Danza movie. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> what movie was it in? Oh, Again? fuck. I, should I just closed the article. Hang on. Alexa, what movie is the song Feel the Shake featured in? Oh, she's out of control. Okay. From Theaudio.com. Three songs from Feel the Shake were featured in the 1989 movie The Burbs, starring Tom Hanks. What was that too? For more on that, just ask me for the next answer. What's the other two? Um, well, okay, so three songs in that Tom Hanks movie. Starring Helene York, Drew Tarver, and Ken Marino. Oh, the other two is a different movie. My bad. Oh, shit. I find their place in the world. Okay, okay, Alexa. Thank you. Stop. My pleasure. Just do the next job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going off script, Alexa. Off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, did you Dude. find it? Yeah. So, it says three songs for Feel the Shake were featured in the Burbs, the Tom Hanks movie, is Bloodstone, Locked in a Cage, and Make Some Noise. And then Feel the Shake and Make Some Noise were featured in that She's Out of Control, which is the one with Tony okay. Danza. All right. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. So, yeah, yeah these, these guys play a lot. They play like Whiskey Go Go. They've, I think they supported Faster Pussycat a few times. Um, I can see that. Yeah, they've they've they're pretty much very influential in sort of like that glam hard rock scene in the eighties. Yeah, but they never got huge though. So, so. never, yeah, not never that huge. Huh. Well, I mean, that's why it's a rock and roll rabbit hole. You never know what we're gonna find when we uh, when we start digging in. So yeah, go check them out. What's the name of the band again? I already forgot. Jet Boy, all one word. Jet Boy. Okay, so go Jet check Boy. out Jet Boy. I would check out their first two albums. They're very, very good albums, I'd say. Those are stuff like I listen to 
Um, another song I could recommend for them, Heavy Chevy, which is from uh, Damned Nation, their second album, which is a very good song, too. Okay, I'll go check that. I'll check out Heavy Chevy, and I'll look on Pandora and see what their biggest hits are, and I'll try those. Feel the Shake's probably one of their biggest ones. Like, their debut album is pretty big. I mean, well, that at least was their first 8K. two albums for sure. But, yeah, they're definitely a good band, man. A band that never really made it that big, unfortunately. Yeah, that is sad, though. Because of how quickly things changed in the 90s before a lot of these bands could. And that's why, you know, we, that's why the rock and roll rabbit hole was cool because, you know, the heavy, the hair metal scene was over almost as quickly as it had begun. Yeah. And a lot of the bands that were popular back then getting played on the radio, you never hear them again after uh, mm -hmm. they go away. So, you know, it's, it's new music to us. And as GNR fans, God knows we don't get much new music. Yeah. So we got to take back 40 years to find other things that we heard. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of uh, songs that were in movies, Ooh. I think it's time we uh, get in some You Could Be Mine. Let's watch this music video. Yeah. Perhaps a little bit of Arnold for you. That's right. So find it on YouTube. You guys know the drill. I'm going to count it down when I tell you to hit play, hit play. So if you got to, if you're listening anywhere but Spotify and you got to go do what you got to do. Pause the video, do what you got to do. But here we go. Three, two, one, play. Y'all building the robot. By the way, this is not HP, but this is such a cool music video, man. Sequence initiated. Yes. Sent a machine from the future to kill Sarah Connor and Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. They, they failed. failed. Now they're going after GNR. Yeah. <laughs> That's a consolation prize. Yeah, let's go for some easy targets. These guys are drunken on drugs. I mean, they're pretty easy. Bro. Yeah, surely. If you can get through their security detail. I love how it zapped him right in front of the venue, man. That would have come in handy a few times whenever we went and saw GNR back in the day. Oh, yeah. Not have to drive 12 hours to fucking get there. Oh, I wonder. See how he's looking for him? Like, he's looking yeah. around. Like, I wonder where the fuck they could be. I don't <laughs> know. If I walked in in the middle of a Guns N' Roses fucking concert, and I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> looking to kill the band, do I really need to look around the room to find the god? If I do, this is a shitty venue. And, you, <laughs> hey, and this band, that they, shit. come on. No band should ever play this venue. Well, they got them playing in a broom closet while the audience listens. <laughs> hey, the Ritz was not a broom closet. We saw the footage now. It looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. Is this from the Ritz? Yeah, so this is basically filmed at the Ritz. I guess if they filmed oh, the whole nice. concert just for like this five minute video clip, that I don't know, but they're, now that we can actually compare the shots and everything, it's really cool. That is cool, man. No wonder it's so beautifully lit and, uh, and everything. Yeah. Because that's one of the best looking concerts I've ever seen video quality wise. Insane. Like when they, they upscaled the footage and everything, it's like Blu ray, like high Ultra HD 4K quality. Oh, yeah. Insane. I see Izzy's still here. Yeah. If you watch some of the Ritz stuff of the Ritz, like Izzy's there like in the background unless he has time and sing lead vocals on a song. I don't see much Izzy. <laughs> That's sad. Mr. Invisible. Izzy Stratton. <laughs> As Axel referred to Because <laughs> there's always got to be a hot chick in there even though she's yeah. really, she's not even in the building. <laughs> well, no, they're just showing you clips from the, the Terminator 2 movie. Yeah, we got to pad out this story while Arnold gets to the stage. <laughs> I can see Terminator with his gun walking through, having to show his armband to that 80-year-old guy. Let's <laughs> <That's> go <the laughs> overload. I'm you know, going the front, deaf. <laughs> the front's always being watched that somebody, by somebody that would definitely not be able to chase you down if you just made a run for it and got in the pit. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Especially if you took, like, an extra shirt and changed shirts and maybe had a hat on and took it off somewhere and just dropped it on the ground. They would never fucking find you. 
There's the security guard. That was him. That was the 80-year-old man that Arnold just threw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Here comes Beto with her machine no, no, no. gun. <laughs> <laughs> and you fans getting on this music, fuck you. <laughs> you know, no, no. Band, fuck you. <laughs> Team Brazil is long fucking gone by the pistol. You don't like hey, this new comes, lineup? Fuck you. <laughs> here comes a guy walking toward the stage holding a fucking machine gun. What are we going to do, Fernando? We're going to get the fuck out of here. This <laughs> meal ticket just expired. <laughs> 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 Fuck this shit, I'm out. Guns <laughs> <laughs> and Roses, there you go. That's my favorite part. Always the same, you can push it by the mileage, but your flaps are wearing thin, and I can sleep on it, I'm on it, but the that's why, because they needed all that extra footage. Yeah. Because Arnold takes forever to walk through that crowd. <laughs> why couldn't you just you throw think a man, shot in the air, man? You'd think the man with the best calves in the world could fucking just sprint up there. But he know, yeah, no, no, he's been, this ain't his first GNR show. He knows this, he's got three hours to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> And if you spook Axel, if like something goes wrong and somebody throws something at the stage, he'll storm off stage and he's missed yeah. his opportunity. See, back in those days, you got at least 45 before you start riding. <laughs> sure about Stumpler. Oh, yeah. Oh, here comes another Terminator. Is this one going to be Axel? No, that was uh, Steven Adler turning into a Terminator. <laughs> That's who sent him. Steven Adler sent the Terminator. Steven Adler, you've been Terminated. That's why he brought. That's why he don't. He's broke now because he used all of his appetite for destruction money to buy this Terminator <laughs> and send it after bad. <laughs> 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 this bill ticket has expired. And this ending gets very interesting. That's not really slash. I don't believe that's slash. What's an NFT of slash? You could fake it. <laughs> See, it's, it's covering Girl's up his face. Drunk as fuck. Dizzy. We so bad. What's up, man? You want an autograph? Just, just stares at him. I have come to kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to wow. get rid of your management. <laughs> yeah, they're inside. <laughs> oh, wait, he went too far into the future. Shit. <laughs> Uh, he's got to wait it out. Shit. Well, Arnold, if you're, if you're still fucking waiting, I mean, you know, about 20 years ago. It's supposed to be 2021. You, <laughs> you could have made that move about 20 years ago and saved us all a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, man. But then, then we would have never got that fucking kid's book. <laughs> Yeah, we would have got toy trucks. Come on, man. <laughs> toy trucks me? and kids' books. Yeah. 19 re-releases. And the shittiest EP of all time. <laughs> oh, man. How times would have changed. Chinese Democracy would have came out in 2002. Or at least uh, 06, the latest. Slash would have been back by 03. Oh, he would have been back by like 2009. <laughs> after after Axel did his trilogy, we'd have been like, okay, I'm done now. Let's Let's go play the hits. Yeah, and this farewell tour would have been uh, <laughs> already. It would have been with. longer than Kiss's current farewell tour. <laughs> I know, right? Which still keeps going on somehow. I'm like, oh yeah, we're just, I, I know. Every country I saw twice. It. I went three years ago. No, I went four years ago. 2019 is when I went. Yeah, 2019. So it's been four years since I went and saw Kiss's farewell tour. The the, the entire duration of the Guns and Radio podcast has been full uh the kiss farewell tour began when uh, probably around the time we started this podcast yeah and it is still going the fuck on oh. <laughs> here we are <laughs> at episode 100 and what 95 Five? we're almost 200 episodes deep <laughs> <Still going. laughs> and the kiss farewell tour is still fucking going so, yeah, at least GNR changed the name of their tour, so it's technically not in this lifetime. It's just 2022 tour. We're effing yeah. back still 
Allegedly. I don't know. We're, we're effing back again. We're effing here, dot, 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 for another payday. <laughs> oh, man. Well, You Could Be Mine is finally officially in the rearview mirror, as sad as it is, mm-hmm. uh, to see it go. But there's one more step we've got to take. We've got to uh, talk about this song. So Before that, though, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to get into the reviews. I was going to spit some facts about this song. Spit some facts before we get Spit into some the facts. So as most of you guys know, it's the first single from both the Use Your Illusion albums. Uh, That's right. In June of 1991. That, yeah. So released in June 1991. The B-side on this, actually, Civil War, which is really cool, which is really interesting. Um, the single reached number 29 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number three in the U.K., uh, number one in both Finland and Spain. It became a top five hit in, in more than 10 countries um and the whole thing with uh, how it was selected to be in terminator 2 is because of arnold schwarzenegger himself we had the guys over for dinner at his place and then they sealed the deal there somehow to get it right at the end credits of uh, t2 judgment day it's really cool um and even more backstory i know we mentioned this last week we mentioned this probably 20 times you know if you're a hardcore gnr fan you'll know that a very line from the song was in the uh, inner sleeve of Appetite for Destruction, the uh, the bitch slap wrapping your cocaine tongue, you get nothing done. Um, it was and this basically like started a tradition of sorts for GNR because they would put the line "Ain't It Fun" in the Years of Illusion albums, and then they'd cover that song on Spaghetti Incident. So I don't have "You Could Be Mine," but I've got this. So oh, so you have T Two Judgment Day on VHS. <laughs> All right, yeah. it's good enough. You, you go to the end credits. You can listen to "You Could Be Mine." That's right. So that's something. But yeah, the thing about the liner notes, I read that earlier. That's a really neat fact. Yeah, um, and then the, there's a line there about we've seen that movie too. It's actually reference to an Elton John song. So is there a liner notes lyric in "Spaghetti Incident"? Well, that was the the symbols of like the Zodiac killer, wasn't it? There was the symbol, but it it, yeah. it it translated to something odd. Yeah, something weird. I don't think anyone's really ever gotten that. I don't no, know. they have. Let's see, because I'm using the font for next year. Make something a like uh, our own I mean, secret code to go on our cover art. Yeah, technically, the song appeared in two Terminator movies. Uh, it actually appeared in Terminator Salvation, which came out in 2009. So there you go, two for the price of one on that one. So. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Spaghetti incident. I'm looking for the code here. The code. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about You Could Be Mine. So it's basically written by Axel and Izzy. And it talks about um, a failed relationship that Izzy had with his girlfriend at the time. Or with some chick who knows. Probably from like <laughs> way back when. Um, it's been pretty much played ever since 1991. In like almost every single set. Um, and... Yeah, I th- there's not really much else I can really talk about this song. Well, the codex says fuck them all. Okay, okay. So that was the thing on the spaghetti incident. Yeah. So no Chinese democracy clues to be left behind for us to find way too late. That would be neat, though. Mm-hmm. Have like some lyrics to better or some shit on there to write, blow some of our theories out of the water about how long some of those were in production. That'd be pretty fucking cool. That would be pretty fucking cool. But uh, reviews. Reviews. I'm going to let you go first, my friend. Okay, I'll go first. I think it's a pretty easy one to, to, to grade, to be honest. To me, at least. Um, five out of five. It would have been a six out of five if you had the line, um, leave you lying on your bed with the ass, with your ass in the air. <laughs> because it's not you could be mine if that's that line is not formed. Oh, yes. So, like, I will literally skip that on live, like, live bootlegs. I'm like... I. If he doesn't say with your ass in the air, I'm like, I'm done. Skip. Because <laughs> that fucking makes that song. And I leave you lying on the bed with your ass in the air. I mean, just like, I was like watching like live videos of like him doing it. He does like this little motion, like with like his, like the little fucking hand with his ass like that. Or he left like this. He's like a little lick and he like smacks a fucking air ass. <laughs> when I was, uh, when he did it at the one I saw him do it at, he did this. He's like, with your ass in the air. And he yeah. did it just like that. Yeah, he does like a, like a silhouette of like doggy style. <laughs> yeah. The, um, well, I'm also giving it a five out of five. I love You Could Be Mine. It's one Some of my favorites. Rules, man. 
songs. Technically, the first GNR song I ever heard live because we were outside the building and they were playing it for sound check. Yeah. So that's a uh, five out of five. Easy, easily. It's a five very out. easy five out of five thing from both of us. I am. Um, oh yeah. Would this be your best song off User Illusion Two? Uh, what else is there? Well, you got Civil War, Estranged, Fourteen Years, Yesterdays, uh, Breakdown, Pretty Tied Up. I can go on and on. I think I'd have to say probably uh, I, it's either that or Fourteen Years. Yeah. I love that song too. I mean, there's a couple ones it's hard to say, but mm-hmm. uh, like I like it better in Estranged. I'll say that. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, this is definitely in the top two. I think of the of the second Delusion album, like this is uh, strange. Um, I would actually put Pretty Tied Up as like a close third after like watching them open with it at the Ritz that show. Yeah, it's a really good song, underrated. I think. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. What do you think about You Could Be Mine? Head over to our Discord and let us know and uh, come party with us in our Discord. We have a lot of good, we have a lot of fun all week long. Just because the show's over doesn't mean it's ever really over because Chris and I hang out in Discord. Not all the time. Sometimes we take a day or two to respond, but you know. We're here. We're there. We're, we're there. We're going to see it. <laughs> we're going to respond to you. We're going to communicate with you. So be hitting up that Discord and uh, give us your thoughts on You Could Be Mine. And uh, with that, uh, what are we doing for Shotcast Saturday? I don't know, actually. I think the wheel is going to dictate what we do. We'll see. We can maybe uh, build up to uh, something good, hopefully. I don't know. We'll discuss that off air. We always decide randomly. <laughs> I have like, yeah. a list. I'm like, um, this artist, that one, something. We'll figure it out. Well, it's not going to be neurotic fucking outsiders. I yeah. can tell you that much. Um, if you haven't, the last four weeks were neurotic November. I would say catch up on those. So we had a mixed bag, honestly, with songs. The last two weeks yeah. were really good. The first two were not so great. Yeah, uh, it was about half and half. So yeah, last week was a good episode, nonetheless. And Mason so was here. It just worked out that Frostbite came in right when uh, uh, for the song that he had been telling us we need to review. He, yeah, he didn't wait for to hear us review. He got to participate. So that was that was cool. That was pretty fun. Yeah, well, let's see what we're doing next time. Spit it. Take it away. Snake Pit. Good old right. Snake Pit. Yeah, it's been a while since we covered Snake Pit, so I am uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's gonna be uh that's gonna be an interesting uh an interesting listen for sure. So Take oh, It yeah. Away by Snake Pit is our next episode Ooh. here on the Guns and Radio Podcast. But oh, yeah. you know, before then, there's Shotcast Saturday to look forward to coming up this Saturday. So join us this Saturday and we shall have us a jolly good time. Well, I mean we, that's uh, for the Christmas episode when <laughs> we get jolly, but we're gonna have a very good time on Saturday this weekend, so come join us for a little, a more snippet, bite-sized edition of Guns and Radio, as we cover who knows, what knows, something. <laughs> we will, you'll find out on Saturday. You'll probably know when we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I got a notification. Wait, we did a shotcast Saturday? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, anyway, that's going to be a good one. So until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you guys uh, Saturday for Shotcast next week. Back to some Snake Pit with Take It Away. But until then, guys, stay safe, peace out, and keep on rocking in that good old free world. Deuce!